The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, it's Patrick Starr. Welcome to Say Yes to the Guest. I've invited some of my most fiercest friends who be doing the most sometimes to spill some tea on everything from how they got success, how they stay inspired, and what they do on their downtime. Girl, we're talking about things that have never been discussed before. Oh, and of course, beauty and business. Are you ready? Say Yes to the Guest starts now. I am so excited that I got to snatch you into this couch and have you here for Say Yes to the Guest. Please welcome the one, the only, Jackie, 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 Jackie. Jackie, 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 What's up? Hey, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Same. I love podcasts. They're so fun. I do. I feel like I could just sit down and like talk with a friend. Like they're so chill. Yes. Right? You know, for here, we like to get glam and you are serving fashion down. Well, you know, chill for us. Yes. For us, for us, three for stacked sure. lashes yes, included. So it's, it's a different kind of show. yes. Your hair is this laid. Is your face Thank is you. beat. Your waist is snatched. As Thanks. always, skin is glowing. So something. Yeah, we're, we're in flats though. I guess that's more chill. Well, for us. technically, this is the like platform. a three inch platform. <laughs> so is it really a flat though? <laughs> I mean, it's fashion, and, and you always give it to us. Um, welcome Thank you. to say yes to the guests. I'm so excited. Same. Thanks for having me. You are literally such an inspiration. I, I have I have my little accolades for you. You have a YouTube following of 3 million subscribers, 1.5 million on Instagram. You launched an eyeshadow palette for deeper skin tones with Anastasia, extended foundation tones with Too Faced. You are on the cover of Essence Magazine. You are a trailblazer for men and women of color. You, and you also have your own lifestyle brand called Forever Mood. Yes. And you got a fiance, goddamn. I know. Uh, Actually, when you say it like that, I'm like, damn, that's a lot of stuff. Right. <laughs> How does it feel? I think, well, from considering where I come from, I look back and I'm just like, wow, like I really have everything that I prayed for, which is awesome. Really? Yeah. So I don't know. It just feels good to like really be living out my purpose, my passion, what mm. I really genuinely feel mm-hmm. like I was created to do. Mm-hmm. I love beauty. I like making people feel good. I like making mm. people laugh. And I get to do all that, you know, Mm -hmm. I get to get paid for it, which is cool. Yeah. So yes to the guest. YAS stands for you are a success. And we're here to just break it down today. Okay. And I don't know where to begin. Like during this quarantine, amidst the quarantine, you have launched your own brand Forever Mood Mm -hmm. and still been on top of your game. And you've been on YouTube for how long now? Well, this makes my 11th year. What? I know. 11 years. Like in my life... Then when I started is like obviously night and day because you've been watching me for a while, but like mm-hmm. night and day. I didn't even know people were making money like that on YouTube back Yo, then. Yo, right? But I've known you for years, girl. Like I know. For you guys listening, I've known Jackie from Little Pumpkin Pie 05, your first username. And you just I, I don't do you remember how we met? I Actually, wait, like, I, I wanna say I wanna say it was the motives trip, but I feel like I met you before then. I think we have met. In passing, I honestly here and don't there. remember the first time, but yeah. the motor trip was definitely our first mm-hmm, trip. Mm-hmm, remember when we went mm-hmm. to Miami? Yes, yes. Was that like 2015, yes, 14? Yes. That was so Yeah, wow. 2014. That's when I was that still was freelancing so and just started YouTube. You were still freelancing then? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, I did full full time YouTube, I think like 2016. Oh. Crazy. When, when did you become full time YouTube? Okay. So, so out of the 11 years, when, how long have you been full time? Okay. So I was like, I don't know what's going to happen with this YouTube thing, but I'm just going to try to pursue it full time. I made that jump around 2014, I want to say 2015, but I wasn't making money. <laughs> I just was like, I'm just going to like so commit to this. So what was the real, real, like, like full time? Well, okay. So like about five years of like half of yeah, yeah. the 11. Well, I mean, like I basically was like, okay, can I just make enough money to like pay my own bills mm. and like not have to rely on my parents? That was like 2014, 2015. Mm. But I didn't actually start like making money, money, money. Like, okay, you cute now. Like you can, you can, you <laughs> can year? afford. Like I couldn't, I could not even afford like Michael Kors until like 
Yeah, like 20. Because I remember the I used to put that one bag that I had behind me in my videos. <laughs> and that was the year that I had my first viral video. Remember my trends were digital? Yes. So that was like 2014. Yeah, it was that year. 2014. I think, yeah, 2014. I, like, it was like a stretch to be able to spend like $200 on a bag for me. Like, I, that was like a stretch. Really? So was so, that was was that bag like, I think, one of your first like YouTube It was my, it was my first ever. Yeah, it was my first ever like uh-huh. designer bag. Uh-huh. And um, I ended up giving that back to my mom. And she still wears it. It's so cute. It's actually yellow. It's it matches your shirt. Oh, it's, it's like you. a it's like a um like a canary yellow. Yes. And um, you know, my Mr. Kors is, is nice, but we've since our our changed. You got your mama damn car. Okay. <laughs> well, so, there, there's that. From the bag to the car to <laughs> making more bag. That's exactly. crazy. I know, but the thing is, like, Pat, like, if I had a dollar for everybody who thought I like came for money or or privilege. I always tell people like you guys see all this cool stuff now you don't understand and you don't re- y'all don't remember what it took to get here mm-hmm. and I'm constantly reminding people like no like you don't just get this stuff in your sleep like I had to like work you know and mm-hmm. I also had to be at the right place at the right time and that's kind of I feel like all of our stories yeah. like we're just at the right place at the right time like mm-hmm. I don't really feel like I was doing something that was that different from like what other black creators w- were doing. It was. I mean, though. it is. It's Pat, your voice. I mean, it's it your is, branding. But a lot of people just don't like. They just don't get the visibility. They don't like. You mm-hmm. end up just being like mm-hmm. the right place at the right mm-hmm. time, and that ended up being me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I worked really, really hard. But there are a lot of black creators who work incredibly hard, mm-hmm. and they don't get the shine, which sucks. But mm-hmm. you know, I wish I could change it, and that's why I do so much with what I do talking about black owned brands and shouting out black creators. Like I try to do that as as much as I can mm-hmm. because it's like I've realized and I've known because I've experienced it, there's a gap and it's like almost like a doggy dog. Like, all right, one of us is going to make it. Who's it going to be? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to kick the ladder down when I get to where I want to mm-hmm. be. Like I'm going to try to like help people as much as I can when I get to where I am. Mm-hmm. So there seems to be like a little parallel between like black Hollywood and also like YouTube Hollywood, I mm-hmm. guess, mm-hmm. because, you know, you see, like, I, I saw some of these uh, black actors saying the same thing in terms of roles and what's available to oh, them. Absolutely. And then you see them being celebrated with Ava DuVernay right. and Tyler Perry Studios and them creating opportunities for each other, which you is You kind of have to. We, I mean, mm-hmm. we literally kind of have to, mm-hmm. which is so annoying because then, you know, I started my channel mm-hmm. because I had to basically take looks on women that didn't look like me and I was making them like chocolate or friendly. So that became like a big part of my my content was like, mm-hmm. okay, teaching dark skinned people how to contour, teaching dark skinned people how to like <laughs> wear nudes. And then people will come on my channel and be like, oh, well, like, do you not like white people? And I'm mm-hmm. like, huh? Where do you get that impression from? It's like, right. we have to like literally create our own spaces because we're not included in anything else. And then when we do that, they'll accuse you of like being mm-hmm. racist. Mm-hmm. It's like that's not how this works. I literally mm-hmm. created the space because there was no room for me anywhere else. What do you think it was like then and mm-hmm. maybe like somewhat now that contributed to your success? To you? Like to me, I'm just gonna assume and take a wild guess that it was the synergy between all your social media platforms in combination with your your unique point of view, with yeah. your humor, mm-hmm. with your foolery. Like you <laughs> just, you'll roast yourself. I mean, you'll, it's fun. You'll, you'll, the, what, what I talk about in, in building, um, you know, brands is that uh, you, you personify product. Uh-huh. When you point out a pimple, you're like, well, she's here. <laughs> well, she's there. Well, she's, she's she came to show up today. I know, You know, right? it, it, like you, you personify inanimate objects, like a blush or like oh well she's right. running low like you're very that's like so like unique mm-hmm. and i think that would would you say so? i mean you know what i think it is i feel like and i'm sure you probably can relate to this too like beauty for so long for so many of us has been so intimidating and so exclusive mm-hmm. that like when people watch our content they're like okay i see myself in this person there's room for me mm-hmm. i feel like it's more that than because some people don't even really care about makeup. It's like, it's kind of like sentimental for them. It's like, that's someone who looks like me. That's someone who talks like me. Mm-hmm. That's someone who doesn't take beauty so serious. Like the rest of the industry used mm-hmm. to for so long. Remember how remember how serious 
Beauty, like beauty used to be so sick. You wouldn't tell nobody nothing. You did not tell people what setting powder you use. You wouldn't tell people what yeah. blush you use. Like yeah. you would just never, all of the secrets were literally trade yeah. secrets. You wouldn't tell nobody nothing. And then here we come, mm-hmm. we're spilling all the tea. Yes. And the girls are looking at us like, stop, mm-hmm. stop telling them that. Don't share that. That's mm-hmm. my favorite setting spray mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just feel like we've made it, like we've kind of taken some of the, the walls down mm-hmm. in beauty and we've mm-hmm. like, no, who cares? Like, just have fun with it. It's not that serious, you mm-hmm. know? It's crazy because to me, like, you're like Gen 1 beauty. Like, 2009 Oh, my started. God. But then when people yeah. call me, like, oh, my God, like, you're one of the first. I'm like, no, I came in 2014. 2014. Yeah. But That's I don't like think second people realize that, though. People don't realize that. There was, like, that. the Pancia, the Fafinette, like, the Dulce, the, the Jackie. The, yes, the Peachy I was Lude. taking all their looks, and I was making them chocolate girl friendly. <laughs> That's literally yeah. what I was doing. I was like, okay, you like this one, I'm going to show you how to do it on RCN. Mm-hmm. And they'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Wait, so how have you sustained like such a presence on social media? I don't even know. <laughs> really? <laughs> I have no clue. No, I'm just kidding. You know what I think it is? Okay, so this is actually a really good question that someone recently asked me. Like, mm-hmm. how the hell do you maintain relevancy? And I think it's a lot simpler than people think it is. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I don't think second generation YouTubers are guilty of this. I think the first generation YouTubers like myself and like my other peers that started mm-hmm. when I did, we tend to be very, uh, not selfish. Well, I don't know why I was thinking they were selfish. We tend to be very stubborn. Mm-hmm. So what works for us now is what we're going to continue doing. Mm-hmm. And with social media, we've seen it for in the almost, you know, over over mm-hmm. a decade of spam that has continued to grow. Mm-hmm. Things changed so fast right. things are constantly changing so fast mm. the apps that are popular now may not be that hot in a year from now right rest in peace vine like i'm okay. just saying okay. we <laughs> see these apps and creators come and go mm-hmm. because they're slow to adapt they're slow to evolve mm-hmm. and they're slow to change so is that in your nature or did you have to learn that i had to learn that because mm. i used to be the person that was like no i'm gonna do this this way i was the person who took beauty like it was like very serious for me because i had to like impress my um, Nigerian side of the family. I didn't want to be on camera looking crazy because they were already judging me for not doing like a traditional career path. Mm-hmm. So when I did my videos, I was really soft-spoken. I was educated. It's like I wanted to be taken a little more serious. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, you know what? Nobody cares about that. Like, What was it? Was you it your really... audience that did that? Was it someone that told you? No, I think it was like, just me no being in my given. own head, like okay. not telling me. I was telling myself to not really be myself. Because I thought I had to like impress people. You had to have the candle in the back. You had I had to, have to the bag like in the have. Bag. I just had to, to be really like. <laughs> I I feel like I just wanted to be respected. I didn't want people to like love my content. I I just had this thing with like being respected, and I just had to get over that. And I just started like looking at this was like 2013, mm-hmm. and maybe 2014. I I don't remember, but I remember like going through my videos, and I'm like, I wouldn't even watch my own videos. Like my videos are so boring. Like why mm-hmm. am I not even really like all the stupid stuff that I say that I edit out of my videos? What would happen if I just don't do that? Mm-hmm. And I just do you remember be what myself. video that was or what year? I'm gonna tell you. So then. I had this whole like epiphany. I was like, okay, I'm just going to like take the filter off and like really be myself. I didn't think anything of it. I was like, okay, like it'd be funny if I did like a video roasting a bunch of like makeup trends. Like I'll just do that. (laughs) So I was talking about it with a coworker at the time because I used to work for this company that year. And I was like, do you think I should just like talk about roasting them or do you think I should like actually like reenact everything that I'm talking crap about? She's like, no, no, no. You need to like demonstrate, like wear it. So I was like, okay, cool. So then I'm like, you know, I filmed the video. The very first Trends Were Ditching. This oh Christmas 2014. It was like gosh. the day after Christmas because they would always go up right before New Year's mm-hmm. Eve or right before New Year's, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like filming this. I'm just like, this is so stupid. Nobody's going <laughs> to, it's not even funny. Like, I'm just like, what is wrong with me? Like, why would I even do this? But mm-hmm. I was just like, I need to upload something. Like at that point, I was like, I just need to get by, something. By, like- by December, we're all tired. You got Halloween, then you got the dark lip fall. <laughs> you're looks, you're packed. You got foundation. You're exhausted. Yeah, I know. Like the end of the year rollout is like intense. It's like everyone's selling gift sets. grubbing and mm-hmm. opening their gifts. We're 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 op- we're opening up we're uh, our files and uploading. <laughs> exactly. We're trying to like extract and okay. you know do all the things or whatever. Uh-huh. And so. Yeah, so that was the first time I just really filmed myself unfiltered. And then I put the video up and I honestly did not think anything of it, Pat. Like I just mm-hmm. put it up and just went and minded my business. The next day, it was mm-hmm. like, I don't know, 400,000 views. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, t- time out, time out. What the hell did I just do? And then at first I got scared because I was like, did I say something wrong? Like, am I getting dragged? Am I getting canceled? What did I do? <laughs> so I'm like reading the comments and I was like, 
oh, y'all like this. Oh, my oh y'all God. really actually like this? Yeah. Oh, it's a done deal. And I never went back to the old, the, the old Jackie, because you know people love mm-hmm. saying, you're so different now. You've changed. That's what a lot of influencers have I'm like, if you only knew I've always been this weird. Y'all have just never seen it on camera. So finally, that was the year where I was just like, yeah, like I'm not, I'm not going to not be myself anymore. Like that, mm-hmm. that's for the birds. Mm-hmm. From now on, you're getting me accepted for what it is and deal with it. You know, mm-hmm. since that start, and mm-hmm. then like you've like, like the essence cover and the accolades that you've had, and mm-hmm. brands trusting you to extend their foundation range. Like, what did it take, like in terms of like a team and support? Because obviously, Nigerian family, they don't know. I mean, typically, you would look to uh, someone like a mentor or someone for advice, right. right? So, what was it for you? Like, was it a manager? Was it like a team? Mm, you mean mm. like what really kind of like took took Jackie the next level to the next level? Yeah. Well, f- first and foremost, and I'm sure you can probably agree, mm-hmm. but I feel like your content can be great, but if you don't have the numbers mm-hmm. to back it, th- it's just like it's just the reality of where we are. Mm-hmm. Brands, managers, teams care about numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, they care about your influence. They care mm-hmm. about your conversion rate, right? Mm-hmm. So once that started to like grow and grow and grow, I hit a million. I started to like bring in like a decent amount of viewership every we month. We were all rooting for you. You were like, <laughs> she's about. I remember posting. I was like, she's about to hit a million. I know that was actually insane. It's been a long time coming. Like for you to hit a million, we're like she I should know. have been here. Now you're at three. Three, I know. That's crazy. Three point five. Yes, four. almost four. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Yeah. So, so go on the like, yeah. team and yeah. The I mean, I, I I feel like once your visibility matches the level of content that you're creating, that's when the offers start coming in. That's mm-hmm. when the opportunities start coming in. I wish it wasn't like that, but that's just the reality. Like. Mm-hmm. Brands and they all all, this is all they care about that, is numbers. That, that you're able to break down to because I think I'm crazy and, and yes it's numbers but I think a lot of people take it so personal like well the representation they don't need it but it's like baby girl like like you need the numbers so brands can trust you because if they're gonna send you a a PR package or send product they're gonna want something in return it has to be mutually beneficial. I agree. I agree. I actually just talked about that um, with someone recently and mm-hmm. the conversation about like deserving PR. Mm. And do influencers deserve PR and trips and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. And to your point, I was like, I mean, it's not like we're getting them as like birthday presents. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> they're sending it and they're right. giving us trips because they know and they're getting something in return. And, yes, they're stopping <laughs> like, it. They're calculating exactly. The they're getting content. Like mm-hmm. it's not like they do it because we're nice people. Mm-hmm. Like sure, we're nice people who happen to have things right. that they want. Right. They they want something in return. Right. So that's important. It's, it's a new age way of of marketing, of advertising. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, they'd be spending upwards of what a hundred grand on commercials. On a, not right? even a billboard. A billboard. A on billboard. Sunset yeah. In LA can go fifty thousand to seven. $25,000, which is so crazy. Exactly. So but if, it's if just we, different. It's if, just diversified yes. differently now. Yeah, but if, if we have Jackie or an influencer speaking to our product in a fun way that's true to you exactly. and you give feedback to the brand, that's really cool that, that they're able to be successful both ways. You know, the I talk about this this trinity of trust. There is the brands, mm-hmm. there is the influencers, and there there's the consumers. Mm-hmm. And to me, you have to kind of balance this this even triangle yeah, between all point. three because then yeah we're there as influencers but the consumer is buying from the brands at the end of the day but the right. brand is trusting the influencer to promote the product yeah and the customers have to trust us to mm-hmm. give money to the brand and so do you feel like any of that like applies to your it's business cycle. today what the trust yeah i mean yeah like i feel like my viewers and the people who watch me mm-hmm. and buy my recommendations they know I'm not putting my name on anything I don't like. Mm-hmm. Like, they already know what time it is. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely feel like that. Mm-hmm. That trust is very solid. And I take it very serious. I take it extremely serious. So when a brand says, like, can Jackie post about this? It's like, I need to try it first. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's never going to be an automatic mm-hmm. yes, you know? Yes. But sometimes, you know, in the beginning, when we want our bread, girl, it's like. Well, the thing is, for me, like, mm-hmm. I didn't get those opportunities at all for a mm-hmm. while. So by that at, by that time, it was like, I've already had the chance to, like, form my opinion about this brand or mm-hmm. do, you know, 
Like, and it was kind of weird. It was like all the opportunities came at once mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. I, one thing that I haven't talked about yet with anybody else to talk about monetization in different ways that, mm-hmm. that digital creators can monetize because it's so confusing to some people. Really? How? Yeah, when I, okay, so T. Like on our, on our videos? Yeah. Uh-huh. T. I was talking, I was doing Jesse J's makeup for our collab. Mm-hmm. And she like looked at me. She goes, how does this work? <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Well, we um we're like commercials, I guess, yeah. and, and Google pays us, and we get we, there, there's ads that people pay for to run before our videos that get lots of views, and so so the, there's like the AdSense tea mm-hmm. that you know the more views you get, there's an ad that plays, you know. Right. So for the people that really want to get into it, there's also affiliates mm-hmm. like links or discount codes where the brand gets something and we get something. Yeah. So for you, what you what you just said about not getting those opportunities first like brand deals per se was it like the adsense and the affiliate? like what was my main source yeah. of income mm-hmm. yeah i mean um for the longest time most of it was like through through adsense which mm-hmm. when you're when you don't have a lot of followers it's not very much it's like <laughs> barely you enough. know what's so funny t you have to hit a certain threshold to cash exactly. out that's, that's what they that's, that's what they don't tell you is you have to hit a certain <laughs> threshold to even claim that money like uh, okay so t i think i think that the, the, the threshold is like a hundred dollars mm-hmm. right I do remember, you know how long it took me to get that girl me too i remember it was like you made 95 dollars. i was like i need this 95 and then i looked at the fine print it said you must hit a hundred on the end of the 26th of the month prior or something i was like i'm not gonna get this until two months from now or something basically it was just so funny basically that's how i started too i think i did mm -hmm. that i don't know like in the first Mm -hmm. i think it took like six months to hit a a 100 threshold when Mm -hmm. i first 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 became Mm -hmm. a partner Mm -hmm. like way 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 back when yeah but i think to inspire anyone that's listening you know in terms of being a business mogul Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur i think you guys um don't have to just understand like how we do things and in terms of like this starter pack of beauty like a camera lights and a pretty face and, and good right. makeup skills you really have to understand the business and I feel like you knew that so did you totally. learn that from anybody totally okay so yes and no I feel like my parents are have these like kind of dualities amongst them I have my mom who's very like creative she's very talented she makes all her clothes literally every outfit you've ever she seen my mom the, the hat that's something the, that she bat. made yes, yes. So I get all of that from her, the creative side. Uh-huh. And then my dad is very like, you you just make money, just make money, just figure out a way to make money, just make money. Like mm-hmm. money, money, money. Mm-hmm. All of my, literally every single one of my Yoruba names translate to money. All of them. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about Nigerians, they will name their children based on what they expect of their children <laughs> or like what they were going through at the time when they named the child. So like mm-hmm. if you were really poor when you had your kid, I don't know. I'm just using that as an example. They may say like, oh, God will one day bless me. They may name their child something that will like talk about what they want to be blessed with in the future Mm. or I don't know, honey. Like even my last name, Ina, Mm -hmm. is Yoruba Mm -hmm. and it translates to man born with an umbilical cord wrapped around his neck. I know. What? Or or another way of saying like complicated birth. So that's Mm. what... I guess what's going on when the ancestors was, I don't know what was happening, but our names are very like literal. Um, Anyway, I don't even remember what she was asking me. In terms of monetizing any money and persona. Oh, yes, yes. Like what was my name? No, no, but did did you have someone to to give you the tea and like, girl, this is the AdSense link? Not really, not really. I I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it was just like trial and error. And a lot of it was also just like that, side that business side that we i was all just come with a manager you know no like, we didn't that's what i'm saying and there's stuff that i'm still learning you know yeah. i'm still learning even to this day but a lot of it was kind of like intuitive like okay like i need to get really serious i need to be strategic i need to come up with like an upload schedule i need to figure out how to like negotiate contracts figure out like don't ever just accept like the first rate like those mm-hmm. are just things that i just like kind of figured out because mm-hmm. i don't really have anybody not in the YouTube space at least that could like tell me like oh girl this is what you need to be doing like I didn't really have any of that mm. so I mean as I started to make more friends and I started to like go on more trips and I started to get more opportunities then you start meeting more people mm-hmm. that are like oh never accept this or never do that mm-hmm. which I think more influencers should do right I think to so. kind of like gatekeep you yes. know the industry right but yeah it took it took a while most of that stuff I, I had to do on my own mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, trial but and error. never entitled though. Never entitled. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, like I, I feel like you don't have an entitled demeanor when it comes to that stuff. It's just no. it is what it is. But I feel like the kids now. Oh, 
some of the stuff I see, I'm like, girl, good luck with that. Um, right. Okay. But honey. also, too, we come from being an influencer and we understand, but there has mm-hmm. to be a certain degree, I feel like, of humility sometimes when it comes to that and oh, learning about the business. Absolutely. Like, one thing that really grinds my gears are when people say, like, Jackie Anna only works with big brands that, you know, line her pockets and all this other stuff. And mm. it's like, actually, I do a lot of, I go out of my way to post about brands that are smaller up and coming. So with that said, knowing what I know about my rate, obviously I work with brands that are going to pay the coin and they're going to pay the premium coin because of the amount of followers that I have. But if I'm working for like a startup black owned brand, I'm not going to expect them to pay me. First of all, I'm not going to expect them to pay me if they don't have the budget. And I'm also not going to expect them to pay me the same offer of what a, like a L'Oreal would or like Mm -hmm. a cover girl. Mm -hmm. And that's just understand, like kind of like, one, being able to like know my industry mm-hmm. and also like there's like a time and a place to ask for certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just not going to expect like a startup that has only been up and running for like, I don't know, less than a year right. to give me the same check like a cover girl would. Like I just would not expect that. Mm-hmm. And that's just understanding yeah, the economy. And, and yeah. And then also being humble because, mm-hmm. you know. Some people are not that, you know, not, not that equipped or mm-hmm. they may not be that graceful mm-hmm. with working with brands. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. They don't have to do nothing. They don't have to do whatever they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. But I think with the amount of of small up and coming brands that I have supported, it does kind of irritate me sometimes when people say things like, oh, you only work with brands. that are." It's just like annoying. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, seriously, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised. Like I actually put more brands on and and post about my brands yes, for free that. 99 mm-hmm. then I actually do get paid for them so mm-hmm. it's like that's actually the mm-hmm. furthest from the truth mm-hmm. but what's what's already known like I don't have to say that because everybody knows that you know what right. I mean so when people say that I don't have to respond like there's mm-hmm. no need to because mm-hmm. receipts don't lie and there's plenty of people mm-hmm. who will jump on Twitter right mm-hmm. if they if they see me respond to it they'll come and say it for me like <laughs> they already know they're like actually Jackie bought me my first lens sweet. or actually right. Jackie right. sent me my first pair of Jackie lights flew Jackie, Jackie flew me Jackie out Jackie gave me thousands of dollars it's just like <laughs> huh like I don't even have to say nothing but, but people just want to pinpoint the, the good the bad I know I know who the cares ugly. and okay. and I, I realize that me talking about it right now acknowledges it but I'm just saying that's mm-hmm. one of my like well you're human peeps. let's talk about yeah. that you're human your exactly. heart you have blood in your veins yeah and the the you know it's so so crazy when when I see something happen online I don't know what it was I, well I, I I think it was the beginning of like the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff mm-hmm. and you're very much a Twitter queen a black Twitter voice of reason and you <laughs> you own that yeah you know and oh, you people think so? uh, yeah i think i think so well I, i'm only visible to to pretty much beauty but you see right. a lot yeah. so when it comes to people coming for you or you see something like how do you deal because i i i, I called you and you're like hey i'm just off my phone today mm-hmm. And, you know, I get concerned for my friends and I don't say it from the mountains that right. I'm calling so-and-so, I'm on live, I'm calling Jackie. Yeah. But I genuinely care because yeah. you're so stoic, you're so fierce, you work for what you had, like this my shit, like no one's going to stop me. But then at the same time, I'm like, I know what it's like to be around drama and I don't tolerate it. I have to shut off my phone sometimes and just get away. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That week I had to do that a couple mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. because it was like so much coming in all at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was like people expecting me to but girl, share I blink things. And there's like five tweets that you just did. I'm like, what is she doing? And then I don't even remember story. what I was saying. I, no, 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 not 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 then, but like every oh, day. Oh, in general, how, like yeah. how, how many times do you think honestly, you tweet a day? Honestly, and no, I know honestly, you run it. It's your voice. Even no, of course I run everything. I run every but platform. How many times forever. you tweet a day? No, but here's the thing, though. I've actually been like really. I've been real, setting really good boundaries with t- Twitter specifically. Okay. Because Twitter is just. It's just so toxic. It's like mm-hmm. you guys are toxic on here for no reason. It's not even like <laughs> they'll come for people, and it's like. Girl, but she was just minding her business. Like, right. what was she? She wasn't bothering you. Right. So I've really been like, Twitter specifically, I've really been like, I need to like take a step back because mm. it's too much you just sometimes. just take it with a grain of salt, yeah. turn the page, yeah. next day, new day. So lately, 
I'm happy to report I've been doing really good with peeling back on my tweets a lot. I tweet like every other day now, but not like every, like I would tweet multiple times a day at one point because it's fun. And then (laughs) it's fun to you. It is fun. It's like fun (laughs) to genuinely be like involved. And I love what I love about Twitter is like the conversational part of it. I love like talking to my followers. I love having conversations with people. Like you can't do that on Instagram. You can't even do that on YouTube. You put Mm -hmm. up a video and you're like, okay, you, you have to like, Read the comments. And it's live. It's Until, yeah. It's, it's, it's more it's, live. It's on, more exactly mm-hmm. when you when you're like okay. commenting back someone on YouTube, they'll probably won't respond to the next day. It's like it's not uh, the same. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Twitter comes with this pros and cons. So I've just been like, I'm feeling. So if you're like about to say much. something, let me let let me jump into <laughs> your head. Do you are you do you call Dennis like, hey, is this too much, babe? Like, no, do you ever do some, that or sometimes? Full of your sister? No, sometimes I do. Or a, like an Alyssa Ashley. Like, what what is your routine? I do, but the thing is now. I would say this year specifically now, I tell myself if I have to ask someone else if this is a good idea, it's probably not a good idea. So I'm mm. not even going to bother. That's what I've been doing now. Or you know what? I'll write it out, draft it, and not post it. Just to say I got it out of my out of my Girl, system. my thumb's too freaking fat for that kind of stuff. <laughs> Knowing me, I'd probably Shut hit. Up, Tweet, I swear. <laughs> I can't. Sometimes I'll defer to like uh, my um, producer Fabian uh-huh. or Peter or like my manager. I'll be like, is this too much? Because I can't handle I I don't know. Like, do I speak on this? Or when do you're I trying know? to like diffuse something yeah. or when you're trying to like highlight know. something anything, or just anything. Anything that stresses yeah. me out gets my b- blood pressure high. You know what? It's not good to tweet in the midst of stress. It's not good. I'm like, sleep on it. Just sleep on it. Right. You're tweeting out of emotion now, or you're about to tweet emotionally. Don't do but it. But don't you tweet that? You do tweet out of Not emotion. This, I've been really good. Okay. You'd be surprised. Okay. You'd be surprised at the stuff I ignore. You'd mm-hmm. be surprised. Because let me tell you something, honey. What we was talking about they our before we tra- recorded. Girl. <laughs> oh, very that. that. Too. Very that. That okay. too. Okay. I see. I see. But no, just even like stuff where like people have tried to like literally not just come for my wig, but like obliterate it, stomp mm-hmm. on it, and set it on fire. Right. And I've just been like, I'm not going to say anything. Really? I'm, I'm a new, I'm telling you, I'm a new person. How long ago was this? Quarantine? <laughs> it was pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I would say, I honestly feel like it was probably like the early quarantine days where I was just like, you know what? If I'm going to be at home all day and like, I, I already spent, we already spent a lot of time mm-hmm. on social media, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I'm going to like fold at every single thing I see, mm-hmm. I'm not going to like even enjoy what I'm doing. Like mm-hmm. you might as well just take stuff with a grain of salt and just learn how to like separate yourself and not take stuff so personally. Because I take things very personally. Mm-hmm. A, lot of t- a lot of things I take very personally, especially when I know like it's not true mm-hmm. or it's someone twisted something or exaggerated it. That's the stuff I would impulsively rea- react to. And I don't do that anymore. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Well, earlier, because, you know, we're, we're filming in my studio, mm-hmm. we talked about having um, a separate working space. Because at the end of the day, if we're in our living room or in our bed where we sleep yeah, or where uh-huh. we eat Mm-mm. and where we shit, girl, exactly. the last thing we want to do is taint our space with that energy or that mental... Uh, vibes and, I agree. And, and it's almost like a forever mood candle. Like, what candle are you lighting, and what mood is it going to exactly. be? Exactly. And that's not the mood that we're trying to have, based off a tweet that triggers us and, and yeah. puts us in a bad mood. Yeah. And then, like, imagine literally being like constantly confined to like what people say about you online. Like, mm. could you imagine how exhausting that is? Mm. Like, doing that all the time. It's like you see one thing and it really hurts your feelings, and then you get over it, and then you go back online only to see something else. It's like mm-hmm. it's gonna keep coming. You might as well just like ex- not accept it don't internalize it because i don't internalize that stuff you had to but learn this though for people listening i had out to there, learn you had mature i had to learn, learn but I, I learned a little bit later because i've been on social media for so long and i've been like everyone's like favorite for so long that like i had to experience that type of like Fooling. getting dragged <laughs> i didn't i didn't get that like for the first like seven years of my career mm. so imagine for seven years virtually people leaving you alone and then all of a sudden it like all comes at once and now you're like you know everyone's favorite person to drag every other day Mm -hmm. not saying that applies to Mm -hmm. me but i'm just saying like wouldn't that be kind of weird like Mm -hmm. no one genuine generally like messes with you or drags you for anything and then all of a sudden sudden, that's what i'm saying the voice of reason yeah it's like so i never really had to like deal with that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff because like no one really what what what, what is i follow dennis on twitter too but Uh he's more like he's so cute here's my babe you know my girl proud of her (laughs) you know but but does he does he what, what does he think of it oh my god so sometimes when he sees it he's like 
babes, I want to respond. I want to say something. I'm just like, please. I'm like begging him. I'm like, babe, please don't. It's actually so cute though. Because uh, sometimes he'll see stuff that I don't see. And mm-hmm. I, and then, or I'll see it like later. And he'll be like, yeah, I saw that. And I wanted to say something. And I was like, no, babes, it's okay. He's so cute wow. though. Yeah, but people be talking about him too. Saying all this crazy stuff. Mm. I'm like, babe, it's okay. But you know what? He's really secure. Mm-hmm. And it definitely takes a very secure man to be with someone one who gets more uh spotlight than they do because a lot of men (laughs) a lot of straight men cannot Mm -hmm. handle that it's like a mind they start twitching as soon as the woman gets more attention they're like what's happening what straight 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 men oh lord oh my (laughs) god when the when they're not the center of attention (laughs) are you kidding me it doesn't matter how hot you are like a lot of men can't like like being with the woman in the public eye Uh They can't do it. They can't mm-hmm. do it. D- Dennis is a, you told me, is a part of Forever Mood. He is. In, He's in the co-founder. So he, I, technically, I take more of like a creative director role okay. as far as like what my responsibilities are. Mm-hmm. But he's done mm-hmm. everything. Like from, I said, babe, I want to do candles. Here, you do something with this. Wow. He did when everything. Was what, what, what was well, that? Well, the we started having the conversation 2018. We started testing samples, but then that we kind of shelved ago? it. We we did. We did. We did so around 2018. Wow. But then we shelved it to work on something else. And then I had to make some changes to my team. So we had to like mm-hmm. pause a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And then quarantine happened. And we were like, should we be crazy enough to like just pull just, a trigger? Just, just do it. Just do it. That was like at the beginning of the year. Mm. So at the beginning, it was even before we knew we were going to go on lockdown when oh, we started wow. talking about the candle brand again. And we had no idea. We had no idea things were going to be like this. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, right now, this is actually perfect. Like we should just, mm-hmm. let's do it. Mm-hmm. And then how, 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 what's the team like? Okay. So it's me and Dennis. Mm-hmm. And then we have like our manufacturing team that they mm-hmm. already have their own employees. Okay. So we kind of work with them like as a partner in, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We work in with them in, tan- in tandemly. And they produce the candles for us. They do, like, the fragrance and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're really awesome. And they're here in California, which is great. Yes. So I get to, like, see them being hand-poured. And then I have a social media manager. Uh-huh. I have my personal assistant. Mm-hmm. I am kind of, like, working with my own, like, in-house mm-hmm. creative team. Mm-hmm. So, like, I want to be able to have, like, an in-house videographer. I want to be mm-hmm. able to have, like, an in-house photographer. Yeah. We're not quite there yet. It's going to take mm-hmm. some time. But... Yeah, I mean, it's... I'm going to blink and you're going to be there. Like, honestly. So. Just like I a tweet. hope so. <laughs> I hope so. And I'm then, excited to do stuff outside of candles. Like, oh, other wow. other lifestyle categories. We're, we're, we're excited. We're I'm excited. excited. How does the Jackie team compare to Jackie? The Jackie, Jackie my, my personal yeah, team? Yeah, your personal My team. personal team. So, with me, Jackie, I know the, the brand, the mm-hmm. influencer. Mm-hmm. You have publicist i have my publicist i have an agent i have a manager who are actually twins so i have technically two managers <laughs> uh-huh. and who else do i have that's pretty much it and dennis doesn't participate in the jackie no <laughs> you say you if y'all can see her face <laughs> because the conversations have come up and he, he does help me with Your photos face, that is a meme <laughs> Let me tell you something. I love the fact that there's separation between really? what, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be too close. That's so funny because you know we there are other influencers, husbands, boyfriends, yeah, that okay. are in the personal brands of influencers. Yes, yes. We know we yes, uh, we can exactly. be her naming Kristen so many. with Kristen's, Dominique Cosmetics yes, and Dominique, her husband. They both started the yeah, company. Yeah, Desi and Steven, exactly. Katie and John, exactly. Chloe and Sebastian, yeah, exactly. Karen. But the conversations have come up like, oh, would you let like your did you ever have a trial period? A what? A trial with period? forever? No, no, or with, with me. Jackie. I mean. Well, the thing is, like, my siblings, for example, mm-hmm. like, when you're constantly around someone you love, like, they're going to be involved in one way or another, right? Mm-hmm. But it's up to you to decide how closely you want them to be involved with your personal, you know, like, mm-hmm. with your influencer business. Mm-hmm. With Dennis, the conversation never came up about him being, like, fully, fully us doing it together mm-hmm. as influencers. Mm-hmm. But, like, I taught him how to take my photos, which he's pretty actually he pretty is, good he at. Is, he he's is. actually gotten really good at it. He um, he learned how to I taught him how to edit. He mm-hmm. well, actually, I didn't even have to teach him that. He learned how to do that on his own. Mm-hmm. So he was doing our vlog channel. Mm-hmm. And he actually gets his own deals on our vlog channel, which is kind of cool. Wow. Yeah. So he was pretty much doing that for a while. 
Um, and then I, you, I know you remember Work Smarter Lifestyle. Yes. So he was doing that for a while. Yes. But Dennis I has been really good. Shirts. Me too. <laughs> yes. I'm like, this is vintage. Yes. Can we work something okay. someday? <laughs> but no, it's it's nice to work with him. But like, mm-hmm. that can't be like, for me, it's like, mm-hmm. that can't be his line. only thing. Because then it's like, we'd be at each other's throats 24-7. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to have some space, some separation. Right. You feel me? Yeah. And he's he's agreed. Like, he's like, I would never manage you. And I'm like, I wouldn't want you to either. Because we'd be mm-hmm. driving each mm-hmm. other insane. Mm-hmm. So anyone listening at home that happens to have a significant other. Make use of them. (laughs) Make use of them. I mean, if they're, the thing is like, if they're willing, Dennis has always been like willing and super enthusiastic about working Mm. with me, but like to a certain extent, you know what I mean? Mm. Like as a couple. Because you also want to protect your your personal relationship too. Exactly. As a couple, like I feel like it's really important to kind of have that separation so that you're not like. And it doesn't, it does not work for everybody. It doesn't work for everybody. And sometimes it works for others. And sometimes it works for others. So the advice I would give somebody is like, if it works, then do it. Mm -hmm. But. Mm -hmm. So in terms of building a team, now that you broke it down, like, like how do you deal with the foolery with hiring and firing people? Like what, what, what is that like? Have you ever been through it? Oof. Yes. I know, but I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to sheep herd your ass into the else. Yes, because I have too. I'll share. Mm-hmm. I fired somebody recently, like earlier this year, and it wasn't. It wasn't the best thing, and it was for one size beauty, and it was something that I I just had to do. It didn't you have align. to do it. Yeah, I just had to do it. And yeah. I think personally, I, w- I won't go into details about like the, situ- the situation per se, but for me and what. My, you know, wrapping my head around the personal part of it, my feelings and emotions, I just had to set that aside and do what was better for the business overall. Such a good point. Mm-hmm. And for I, you, ultimately, like I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Take your personal feelings out of it. It's not personal, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And you just have to like do what's best, not only for me, not mm-hmm. only for you, but then mm-hmm. like when you start a brand, mm-hmm. you're like other people are depending on me now. You know what I mean? Right. Like. Other people are eating off of the decisions that we make now. Right. And I take that incredibly serious. Mm -hmm. So if you got me out here looking stupid, like (laughs) we need to reel it back in. Right. We need to be like, okay, we need to reassess. Or if you put the company or me as an influencer in In jeopardy. jeopardy, Yeah. Liability. That's important. I think at the same time, if anyone listening like is going through maybe a decision or a tough decision or whether or not to hire them, I think to, to revisit what the role and the responsibility is. At yeah, hand, yeah, and if they have brought, if, if they have stepped to the plate to fulfill those those responsibilities, yeah, in their role, or 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 is the person doing something that is putting you in a really bad position professionally? Mm. Um, and mm-hmm. then there's the obvious things, like I don't know. And I'm not saying this happened to me, but Mm -hmm. the obvious things are like if someone's stealing, if someone's unethical or Mm -hmm. whatever, like those are like Mm -hmm. the obvious red flags. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it's definitely Mm -hmm. happened. I had to make a big change in my team Mm -hmm. um, towards the end of last year. Mm -hmm. And it it had been some time coming. It had Mm -hmm. been like months and months of us trying to basically Mm -hmm. meet each other in the middle about Mm -hmm. an an, an agreement that we had. Mm -hmm. And it didn't work out. It didn't, it didn't work out, but. With this particular person, that something that really bothered me was they would constantly try to use friendship as a means to get what they mm-hmm. wanted from me. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, was a big red flag. Mm-hmm. It was like, I'm not even asking for, like, your left thumb, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I just need X, Y, Z. Like, if mm-hmm. we're working together, yes. you obviously that gain something. That is the something. responsibility in your yeah, role. Yeah, that's your role and your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're not fulfilling that, then we mm-hmm. need to figure out how we can either revisit this or, ch- or change the dynamics mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And instead of being like, let's talk. I want to make you happy. I love working with you. It was like, well, I'm your friend. I would never do that to you. Ooh. And it's just like... Mm-hmm. I didn't ask you all that. So anyone that has friends that is listening, that has a friend that, that wants to try it. We weren't even friends like that, though. Right. I mean, it's like, it was one of those things where, like, you work with someone and then they become your friend. Yes. But then that person got a little comfortable, mm-hmm. a little too comfortable. Mm-hmm. And they started, yeah, they started using, like, that type of verbiage to, like, mm-hmm. get what they wanted. And yes. honestly, that, I, I let that slide a couple times. Not mm-hmm. too many times. I definitely let that slide a couple times. Mm-hmm. But with that... It was like, no, 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 no. We're good mm-hmm. here. We're good. Mm-hmm. And I just had a draft you had of to really think professional. About the business. Yeah. Oh, it was, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. it was like months and months. It wasn't mm-hmm. impulsive. Yeah. And we just decided mm-hmm. we had to, you know, move forward. We had to move on. Mm-hmm. We were no longer, I think, our work relationship at that point didn't make sense anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think an important part of this is not to just spill to you guys. I think just to listen that in building a freaking empire, 
that has a mood mm-hmm. <laughs> that is supposed to be forever lasting, <laughs> you, like you're gonna go through some shit, and I think that's perfectly normal in regards to building a brand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and don't take that stuff personal because mm. you're gonna have to do that. And don't be like distraught when like mm-hmm. your employees or the people that are working with you like mm-hmm. don't do right by you. Like it's literally gonna happen. You're mm-hmm. gonna be screwed at least once, mm-hmm. like minimum. Mm-hmm. Since you're a boss, that's bitch to me. Like, what is <laughs> what is one question that you ask when you're interviewing people? Ooh, that's a good question. So that influence I don't. Okay, so I don't do the interview. I don't do most of the interviewing. Okay, but if you were to, but if, you were if to I like was, Dennis, uh, like ask her blank blank, or ask him blank blank. What would you want to know? It could be crazy. It could be weird. Like what? What do you eat for breakfast? Or a- anything work or fun or like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably ask them like how good they are at problem solving. Mm-hmm. So me, I'm the type of person like I don't care about the problem. I want you to talk to me about the solution. Mm. So when someone comes up to me and they're like, Jackie, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, girl, did you fix it? That's all I care That's about. Mean. I'm just like, I don't want to hear it. I don't care. I That's don't mean. care. I don't get paid to care. It's not my job to care. I don't care. Did you fix the problem? <laughs> Was it legal? Was it ethical? And leave it at that. I don't mm. care what you did to fix the problem. Mm. Just don't involve me. All that other stuff is not my business. I'm too mm-hmm. I'm too busy. I'm too busy to be That's the one good. person that everybody's like, Auntie Jackie. No, girl. Like, I need <laughs> you to figure it out and then you can package the solution to me and then tell me when you fix it. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. So I would want to know. I would ask them, like, you know, how good are you at, like, problem solving? Do you work well under pressure? Because those are important questions. Like, mm-hmm. I need to know you're not going to crumble, you know? Right. Well, aside from being, you know, a boss ass bitch and a queen of all things beauty, let's talk about your personal life. Because, girl, this rock has been staring at me the whole time. Well. I It's so hateful. So hateful. <laughs> She's rude. But wait, can, can we talk about, I remember, I remember um, seeing you and Dennis in Europe together, girl. Oh back my God. Then. Were you on that trip? I was. Wait, the Jouet trip? Yes. Stop. Girl. Wait, you were there? Oh my I God. Was like, I was like, I don't I don't remember us bringing plus ones. You were like, <laughs> I don't, I don't recall couples being. We were on specifically. This trip. We were specifically remember. I remember they told us to be, no plus, no plus one, ones, honey. and then they said no I, plus one. You ones. had a plus one. I said who that? Technically, technically, he wasn't the plus one. <laughs> right, he wasn't. Like, no, no, I'm just playing. I got that, but yeah. it was actually funny because I was telling them I was like, well. <laughs> This is like the love of my life, y'all. Like, he's going to come uh, meet me, so. She, she was there to jouer. <laughs> to play. To jouer. To jouer. Okay. I was like, I mean, like, yeah, like, he's going to come. And they were like, okay, it's fine. No, it's so yeah. it's so crazy. That was that really cute, for, for you to balance your entrepreneurship and also have a man. I'm still trying to find mine. So. In L.A.? I luck. know, you're not gonna. You're probably not going to find one in L.A. I'm I couldn't even find I'm one I'm going to need to find one in Europe. Of <laughs> you're going to need to import one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you might need. Too. I'm, I, I, I'm there. Um. So what? What? Uh, I've been asking everybody. What is your like love language, and what is his? Okay. So Dennis's love language. He likes when I. I don't know what it's called. Is but it touch? Is it quality time? Is it no gifts? Is it words of affirmation? Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmations. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So Dennis, like, he just like lights up when I'm like. Oh, babe, you cooked. Thank you, babe. Oh, babe, you did such a good job on this presentation. He just like loves it. It's actually really cute. Really? Yeah, and I and I'm definitely like a person who had to kind of work on that more often because sometimes saying thank you just isn't enough. It's like you have mm-hmm. to really be like you need to give like an Oscar award winning. No, speech, literally, like, and it may not even be something major. It could uh, just be like, can you get the cocoa pebbles you know, so up there for me? <laughs> You know, it's so funny. Whenever I talk to him and I'm like, wow, you guys are killing it. Like, mm-hmm. you supporting Jackie. It's so funny because he has such a dad grin and he starts bobbing He's his head. So like, cute. Yeah, he always that, does that. He has it's such this so big grin. dad grin. Like, and it's just like, he he's just starts bobbing uncle. his head. Yeah, it's Babe, just, it's just so cute. Like, yeah, how he, he's so sweet. But yeah, he's he's just such, such a cool guy. I know. I was getting my hair done this morning and mm-hmm. um, we're brushing our teeth. And my hairstylist was in the living room setting up waiting for me. And I was like, oh, babe, did you make me breakfast? And I was like, yeah, I made one also. I gave, because we get meal prep. Mm-hmm. So we have like a breakfast for Tuesday, a breakfast for Wednesday, a breakfast for Thursday. Like mm-hmm. everything is allotted for mm-hmm. every part of the day. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, yeah, and I made one for Mariama too. I was like, oh. So he's an act of service too. He's really, service. He's like, just like really nice sometimes. Uh, yeah, but I just thought it was really sweet that he like 
didn't have to offer her something to eat, but he did. And it was like his own food. He's just, he does stuff like that all the time. He's just like a really, and that's the kind of thing that's important to me, especially with men. Like, you know, some men just bringing up the conversation of like misogyny. and It's a man's world we live in. Like a lot of men truly feel like they don't have to be respectful to women unless it's theirs. And like, to me, that's not enough. Like, I want to know that the guy that I'm with is respectful to women in general. Period. Whether he knows them or not, whether he's related to them or not, whether he's dating them or not, regardless. Like, and Dennis is that person. So his his uh, his um love language is definitely words of affirmation. Mine. Well, I'm how very, many can we pick? I think mine. I think mine is touch. I think mine is definitely touch. It is. Yeah. Like I'm a very I'm very affectionate. You, the thing very is, it's like you are so stunning and stoic, and you just like are you look like a Barbie doll. It's like. I wouldn't want to touch you because you're so pristine all the time. Because my makeup we, doesn't transfer. No. So you can't touch No, me. trust. But when I was like even touching you at her photos today, I'm like, she's just so sickening. I can't, I don't want to touch her waist, but Aww, she's just so sad. So but it's so crazy. Yeah, so I touch. love touch. I love, you're, I'm a you're cuddler. You're a cuddle bug. I'm a cuddler. I like little massages. I like little oh. hand holding. I like that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to have to hold your hand on our next trip okay. where we have no plus ones. <laughs> <laughs> if that is the second. Sure. No, I'm down. <laughs> so next, we have a segment called Doing the Most. Are okay. you ready to play? That's my middle name, Doing the Most. All right. Doing the Most. <laughs> doing the Most, bitch. Okay, Jackie, who do you think is doing the most? Wait, like in life in general? A- anything. Me, probably. Yes. Right at the top of the list. What's what's going on? <laughs> like what right now is, is having you do the most? Mm. Talk about a plug. Like my career-wise or yeah, just in anything. general? I mean, I'm definitely doing like 50 different things at the same time. So <laughs> story of my life. There you have it. There we go. What means the most to you? Ooh, family. Family. Definitely family. Especially with what we do. Family, I think, uh, is the most important to be I remember shopping with you last year. That's the last time I saw you. Mm-hmm. We were picking out your family Christmas sweaters. And I, I was fighting small, large, we were medium. Like, like the boys are going to wear red. There's not enough red. Let's go blue. It yeah. was just, it was so cute. Yeah. I enjoyed that time with you. Oh, I did yeah. too. Yeah, it was so fun. When, <laughs> when I, I think we all want to know, when were you the most messy? Ooh, my messy years? I'm gonna probably say like messy Jackie was like 2017, 2018. Like, wow. I had a little moment. Wow. Like, I think it, I just started to get really <laughs> comfortable about having a lot of followers and like people listening to me. And then you know how when you get a little too excited, a little too Twitter happy, that was probably my era. Oh, that point. Okay. And I had to learn how to tame that. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. What is the most expensive thing you have? Probably my G Wagon. I'm gonna okay. say. <laughs> it's the green one. The green goblin. Uh, that is so sick. She loud too. She very I'm 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 dead. I love that. <laughs> well, uh, I want to say thank. You. I'm gonna give you words of affirmation. Thank you so much for joining me. I truly admire you and everything that you do and what you do for the world and representation. And I I know you. You will continue to break down barriers for many more people to create opportunities for them. And it means a lot. And thank you for coming on. Say yes to the guest. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Make sure you check out Jackie on all socials at Jackie Ina and get your hands on a Forever Mood candle and future Forever Moods and um, snatch them at forevermood.com. There's no ease. F-O-R-V-R-Mood.com. Check it out, y'all. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Say Yes to the Guest. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and follow at Say Yes to the Guest on all social platforms. Remember, you are successful. Now go out and be the bad bitch you truly are. Can't wait to chat with you next time. Bye.